Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. For the last few weeks, we've been talking about Christmas and the joys, the sorrows, the fun, and the importance of it. And we talked about movies and music and family, and I think we could have gone on and on till next year on those. <laughs> so was there anything that y'all left out that you wanted to pull up out of that one? <laughs> oh, gosh. We talked about so much. You yeah. know? Um, I'm just reminded around Christmas, just the time of togetherness. I I say that time and time and over again with the holidays, but it's all about the love and the love of Jesus and then how we outwardly show that to others. That's where the gospel comes into play and that's what mm-hmm. we're supposed to do. And it's a, it's the perfect time to do it mm-hmm. this season. Um, it's always a perfect time. So don't get me wrong here, but it's just so much, it's so meaningful and it's really, um, it's timely. Right. And I know we talked about not allowing the world to come in to um, define what Christmas is for us because Christmas for us is about Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that's so important. I feel like at Easter time, we evangelize a lot. Mm-hmm. We share the story of the resurrection. It is this most amazing um, accomplishment feat uh, step that Jesus took to, to die, uh, raise then ascend to heaven, you know, and, uh, and obviously in the Holy spirit coming onto earth and, and all of that. But I never really thought about evangelizing Christmas as much because mm-hmm. we just want to talk about that one part of the story is, Oh, it's when Jesus was born. It's so mm-hmm. cute. And it's a baby. And I've, you know, like it's that fun, sweet, sweet story, but it's a great opportunity to evangelize because, mm-hmm. and that's also a miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, and we can share those miracles of Jesus and of God and what makes Christianity and God supreme, you know, like what makes our, what makes God, God and, um, and talk about those things. So I want to take the opportunity this Christmas to share the gospel more. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've focused a lot as a mom of getting the world out of Christmas as much as I can, Right. but I also want to put Jesus in the world as much as I can. Mm -hmm. I think this Christmas, it's like a Christmas, uh, resolution, I guess for me. And it's so important because like we, we talked about, um, the importance of Christmas and why there is Christmas mm-hmm. because there would be no Easter yeah. without Christmas mm-hmm. and there would be not anything without Christmas mm-hmm. because Christ was born in order to die mm-hmm. on the cross for our sins and then to be risen again as a living savior. So those two go hand in hand because we talked some, I think about the mission of Christ and, and that was his mission mm-hmm. that that's why God sent him that he would come and be born and then would right, uh, be die on the cross for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's all tied together. The whole story is evangelism, right? Mm-hmm. But we do, you're right. We do concentrate more on the Easter and, and God does say to us, you know, to remember his resurrection. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is so important, but it's, it's all of it mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And so, that's what's um, happening in Matthew and Luke. And we talked a little bit about Matthew and Luke because that's where the Christmas story is, right? Mm-hmm. And so next week, I want to talk about the four Gospels, which is very interesting because when you kind of delve into that, you only get the, the same story from different perspectives on that. Um, but it's the same truth. So 
when we talk about perspective, don't you know, if somebody tells you a story, you see it one way and then mm-hmm. another person sees it another way. And so um, that is something that we look at because it's in our perspective of how we take a story and tell a story. And then someone else has a different perspective. That's so true. You know, we watch the same movie and Mm -hmm. we have different perspectives. So you might come out of something that you see as like something that was, you know, resonates with you. um, And then I might come out with something and um, find that it's, you know, that my my most favorite moment in the movie Mm -hmm. is something different. And that's why I think it's um, so unique. We're all built um, to have different perspectives on purpose because right. we can all relate to different types of people. Um, God gave us different gifts. It's just, it's really, um, it's so very intentional, Pam, you know, it's really is. Remember that game, uh, telephone where you used to tell somebody <laughs> <laughs> something and then you go around the room and it was nothing. The story at the end is nothing like what it began. Mm-hmm. And that's because it went through those brains of perspective. <laughs> yeah. And it came out a totally different story. Yeah. And but but the Bible is true to its story mm-hmm. through all of its books. And that in itself is a miracle. But the way that we look at things, we want to I think it's important that we ask God to allow us to see things from his perspective, the way that he wants us to see them and then to the apply them to our lives. And I know we talked a little bit about the perspective of the shepherds, you know, in the, in the Bible story, the Christmas story and how the shepherds would have been the last people invited to the party, but guess who God went to first, the shepherds. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the important it is that he, um, it's, it signifies to us that he, that we're never forgotten no matter where we are. And also, um, it signifies that, uh, we're never too low. We're never outcast. We're never because Jesus loves us and wants to, um, wrap us up in his love and give us a blessing. Like we talked about in Thanksgiving and just bless us. And so sometimes we think, um, that if something bad is happening to us, that we're not blessed. Is that true? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Sometimes the blessing is in knowing God more because you're going through mm-hmm. something that we might not have known him like that before. And that's something that happened to um, my son, Brandon. Um, he was going through a really rough time in um his relationship at school, he was a senior at Liberty University and things had been going well. His life had been pretty much planned for him and God upset the whole apple cart. I mean, just turned it over and all the apples went. So in his life, he felt like he was at a crisis time. Um, and I'll never forget talking to him on the phone. But the thing that he, uh, when that happened, but the thing about it was it drove him to the word of God, like Mm. never before. I mean, he was pouring into, you know, what God was saying to him and reading his Bible more. And, and he had, he had always done that. Um, He was very consistent um, and which is great, but he's the kid that would want a new Bible because every time (laughs) he read the old one, he read the parts that he had already, you know, underlined. So he wanted to get a new one to underline new spots. But, um, 
I, however, stick to the same one that's tearing up and pages mm-hmm. are falling out because I'm that's just who I am. But he was a different in that. But he poured in God's word into his heart over and over and just was continuing to look for God. What is your plan? And because he had always said that he wasn't going to be a preacher, he wasn't, you know, wasn't going to be a pastor and those things. But God began to work in his heart like never before because his life fell apart in the way that he thought that it was. So he said, you know, mom, sometimes we think that the blessing only comes when good things are happening in our life. Mm -hmm. But the real blessing is God. Mm. And what he's doing in our life. So he saw that from a different perspective that changed his entire life. The trajectory of his life was changed because he began to see things through God's perspective. And that's so important in our life. And when we look at the Christmas story, we're seeing things from God's perspective. And then, you know, we talked about in Matthew how uh, the wise men, and they were the higher ups. And then you had the very low and the very high. And God's saying, everybody's equal at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. And so through the Bible story, the Christmas story, and we touched on some things that I really wanted to go back to just for a little bit. And I want us to talk about these things. Uh, David Jeremiah said in a message about God's presence in our life. He gave five ways that, and this is, obviously not um, inclusive of all ways. But the first one was, he is with us in our service. Now, let's talk about that a little bit about in our service, because he gives us certain opportunities and certain things that he allows us to do. And that's how we're serving him. So how is he with us in that? Oh, I like that. Um, I think when I think about service and how God relates to us, um, I think about us as moms, Rontina and I, and how we serve our kids. And even at church, when we serve our, in the in the youth ministry and go on trips and or we serve on the Sundays with the babies, there's different ways of service in different um, seasons of your life where you're at. But um, I, I believe that God has you exactly where he wants you right at that moment in time, too. I will never forget that right now, if you put me in the babies and <laughs> Hannah's around like nine or 10, I, it, you quickly forget a little, little few things here and there. And yeah. I always have to ask, I'm like, how old is that baby? Uh-huh. And then you're, then you, t- you tend to forget a little bit more too. And you're like, well, are they eating regular food? Or are they st- <laughs> like, you know, it, yeah. it really, when do they start? Walking? It's kind of silly. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that you're like, I went through that, but then you're, you, you quickly forget little tiny little things when it, the mom is, you know, going through that stage of life that it's just nice to have another mom that is going through that same stage of life to, that you're serving in that capacity. Mm-hmm. So God gives you that at that purpose um, and that time. And it's um, so important to be able to give back to others and mm-hmm. um, be able to use that experience and that um, and that love and attention towards um, specific you know, people and babies and, and children. Mm-hmm. And what I feel when you're saying that and what I thought of when I heard it is uh, he is with us in our service and that's in our humility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we're serving, you're humble. That is the mm-hmm. most humble thing you could do. Um, and and when we talk about the word service, I think of also calling, you know, when we're in, when we're doing God's will and we're in line, like you said, we're, we're in the word and we're doing and we're seeing it from God's perspective. We're in that service. And it's not 
the most comfortable spot to be a lot of times Mm -hmm. when you're serving and you're Mm -hmm. serving others and you're also serving, you know, yourself through God by, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing in his will. So I feel that in that, and it's also a point of, um, just, um, peace Mm -hmm. and happiness because when you are in service to someone and in service to God and in service in God's will, you have that. Right. And I think it's interesting. A lot of times people, and I'll say, especially church people, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but obviously the world doesn't think so much about, they think about serving in a different way than Mm -hmm. we think about serving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But a lot of times in the church, which is sad to me, people think that service is a burden. Mm. Um, You mean I have to do that too? I mean, I did trunk or treat last night, or I did um, a Christmas service, you know, last year, Mm -hmm. or I did, you know, working in, in the preschool for six, every six weeks. And I don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. And I'm done with that. And I think a lot of time, the danger of that is as we get older, if we don't allow ourselves to see service for what service really is and what service really is as an overflow of what God is doing in our life. Mm -hmm. So if our identity is in Christ and we're serving him, it's not because he says you have to serve me and you have to work in this capacity and you have to do this this many times or be in service this many times, or it's not a list of how I have to do things to make it service. It's humility to God. It's serving in places that sometimes we think, you know, I'm really kind of uncomfortable because I don't remember Mm -hmm. these stages or Mm -hmm. I don't remember how this goes. And God puts us in those places so that we want to serve him for the right reasons and that we look to him for the service. How do I do this, God? Uh, not saying I'm going to do this my own way, but because you are there and you're leading me and my identity is in you, then how do I do this? And we do it out of the overflow of knowing him, loving him, mm-hmm. you know, worshiping him, praying. And by knowing him, then we have a different perspective again on what service really is. And I think that's so important because when when we say service, people, it's like a bad taste in somebody's mouth sometimes. They, they don't look at it in the right way. But when we look at it as service to God because of what he's done in our life, and it just kind of flows out of that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that in there, then you're going to look at service as, I don't really... I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. It's you know, not a duty. It's, it's not yeah. It's not a work that you have yeah, to do, yeah. right? Um, so it's it's something that you enjoy doing because <clears throat> not that it's not uncomfortable because sometimes it is, yeah. um, and God puts us in comfortable pla- uncomfortable places so that we look to Him, right? Mm-hmm. And so the second way that He is with us is in our community. And we talk about community as our community where we live, work, play, all of those, but our community in our church in our community, in our friendships, in our community, in all those things. How is God with us in those things and how important is that? I think for me, God created and and blessed me with an amazing community, mm-hmm. you know, um, being exactly where I'm supposed to be at this exact point in my life. That's my community. And, uh, you know, it the old saying, as you bloom where you're planted, 
or, you know, dance with the girl that brung you, you know, <laughs> like, you know like, I've bloomed a little too far where I was waiting, but I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. it. You need to dance more. I do. You got to dance I more. I dance more. But, um, but those, you know, expressions really do feel community to me because I've, it's not necessarily your physical place. It is the community that you associate with. It is, I'm in a community of special needs parents. I'm in a community of journalists. I'm in a community of amazing Christian women. I'm in a community of uh, dance moms, you know, I'm in, I'm in all these, I live in winter Springs, but you know, we're always in a veto, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I live in a veto and it, it reminds me of a few years ago, Lindsay and Todd did a, um, testimony video about mm-hmm. small groups. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it, I didn't catch as much about the small groups because my perspective in watching it was they talked about how first they picked a church and then they picked a house. Mm-hmm. Wow. You yeah. know, like you guys knew you had to move to the Orlando area and uh, you smart folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you found cross life and it's like, okay, now this is our community. Like mm-hmm. you went and sought out a community. So I think that also applies there too, is mm-hmm. not just, and tell us about that. I mean, it wasn't just about fitting in Orlando. You wanted a church, you wanted a community you could serve and just jump right in and go. No, absolutely. And, you know, I think that's, you know, a lot to be said um, because it's very hard to do. Um, but as you seek God and you know where you want to be and in a different um, place that uh, we were new to, um, we came and I grew up in um, Houston, Texas, born and raised and had not ever moved out from there. Um, most Texans don't, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So you really got the but, dance with the girl that brung you a comment. That hit it home. But I think, um, you know, just getting to a place where community when God gives you, um, a, a centralized home, being around Christian folks, um, that was really, really important for us because that's where we had, um, been able to build our, um, establishment of our marriage. Um, mm-hmm. it brought us more towards Christ. It started, um, helping with us encourage, um, each other and, and, you know, again, build our relationship with the Lord. And when we had that in Texas, we wanted to also have that same feeling in um, Orlando, Florida. And that's what's so important. Um, I think God blesses us with community, but we we have to think about it from his perspective. And we need to make sure that our priorities are mm-hmm. correct. And it not only, I'll finish the story because it was the, it's the most amazing God story. When Rontina, when um, she was talking about the video that we did, um, when we fix our eyes on Jesus and what his wants are um, and that community towards church, and we wanted to serve the church and towards him um, and the big C church in a way mm-hmm. of um, community, then he blesses us tenfold. And so, of course, we want the worldly thing of like a house, you know, and being able to just get established because we were in an apartment at that point in time, not sure what to do. But long, lo and behold, he blessed us as soon as we picked a church. And we became members. He literally, within a day, a week, he found the house right, Mm -hmm. like right across the street, like Mm -hmm. five minutes away. And it was, it's such a blessing. And you say that with, you know, community, God blesses the community and um, he gives us all those relationships to be able to um, help us become one in him. So it's not really about a demographic. It's mm-hmm. not about an area specific that's drawn out on a map. It's mm-hmm. not about, you know, and it's just so wonderful to think that it's about the people that he places us with. Mm-hmm. Now they live within that map and mm-hmm. in that area, but and and but God uses us and uses people 
-hmm. wherever we are. And it's amazing that that's how everyone should look at when you move, by the way. You should find the, the church home. And so often people move away and then they say, I can't find a church like I had. And then they lose that ability maybe even to uh, sit in with a community that mm -hmm. loves Christ, that loves them. And that's something that's so important. Mm -hmm. And so we're at the end of today. And so we're going to pick up next week. So join us for the rest of the um, the ways that God is with us and the way that we can work together through community. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day -day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How, does, how can my identity be in Christ? and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying the sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.